You're listening to the Wave of Praise Christian Radio. Catch the wave. a couple of verses from Ezekiel and if you can start us off in prayer okay Ezekiel 47 from the living bible starting at verse 1 says then he brought me back to the door of the temple and I saw a stream flowing eastward from beneath the temple and passing to the right of the altar that is on its south side then he brought me outside the wall through the north passageway and around to the eastern entrance where I saw the stream flowing along the south side of the eastern passageway. Measuring as he went, he took me 1,500 feet east along the stream and told me to go across. At that point, the water was up to my ankles. He measured off another 1,500 feet and told me to cross again. That time, the water was up to my knees. 1,500 feet after that, it was up to my waist. Another 1,500 feet, and it had become a river so deep, I wouldn't be able to get across unless I were to swim. It was too deep to cross on foot. He told me in mind what I had seen, then led me back along the bank, And now, to my surprise, many trees were growing on both sides of the river. And he told me, this river flows east through the desert and the Jordan Valley to the Dead Sea, where it will heal the salty waters and make them fresh and pure. And everything touching the water of this river shall live. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea, for its waters will be healed. Wherever this water flows, everything will live. And in the King James Version, that same verse 9 and 10 says, And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth which moveth whithersoever the river shall come shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither shall whither the rivers shall come. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now because you are God and beside you there is none other. There is absolutely no one greater than you. Oh God, you are the one that moves and lives and breathes in us. You are our revelator, God. Your word, dear Father, bring to life, dear Father God, your word in us, oh God, and it lives in us. Father, we thank you in the precious name of Jesus as we, Lord, come before you and talk about, dear Father, living water, the rivers of living water. God, as we speak, would you, oh God, pour into us, dear Father God, revelation 
that would help those who would be listening to this broadcast, oh God, that they would understand, dear Father, the rivers of living water, the spirit of the Lord that is within us, oh God, Lord, that we may live and live a life abundantly and share, dear Father God, uh, with others who you are. Father, we thank you. We praise you, Father. Fill us up, oh God, that we will pour forth, dear Father God, upon others who desire to hear from you. Others, dear Father God, that are uh, asking for a word from you, Father, others, oh God, that need to be uplifted, oh Father God. Lord, we thank you in the precious name of Jesus. For you said, oh God, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, wherever this water flow, that God, you said it'll bring life. So, Father, we thank you today for life and life more abundantly. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 And you know, this is uh, a vision that Ezekiel had, um, the prophet Ezekiel had that God had given to him. And we're just going to talk for a few minutes. We just wanted to get on here and use this new technology and share a word about living waters, living waters. And that is the thing about God is everything about God is alive. When he talks about the word of God, he says that the word is quick and powerful. It is alive. And Luana, you got to get to the center because I can't see you anymore. But everything about God is alive and it's living. And, And something about the life of God is that when you come in contact with the living God, you don't have any choice but to get up and live. Because, and that's when he ta- when he talks about the water. The water is the spirit of God. The water is representative of the spirit of God, even the word of God. When we pray every morning, we pray that the word of the of the Lord would wash through like mighty rushing waters. Yes. And everywhere that water flows, everywhere that word flows, that it would impact all that it comes in contact with. It pierces the darkness. It discerns the thoughts and in the, the intents of men's hearts. It it causes dead things to live again. It gives, it heals. The Bible says he sent his word and it healed them. Yeah. Everything about God, it comes to make us better than we were before. Absolutely. Uh, So whatever God touches, he impacts. And when God impacts, he transforms. And when God transforms, he takes that which was dead and he brings it back to life. That which was sick and he heals it. That which was uh, whatever your state is, when you get in touch with God, when you come in contact with God, when you leave him, you are the better for having come in contact with God. So we're just talking about living waters today. Amen. The the rivers of living waters. Um, I was just looking here at John 14 and it says, but whosoever drink of the water that I will give him shall never thirst, but the water that I give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. And that is so awesome. And when you read that scripture, because it's talking about the Holy Spirit. Uh, anytime in the in the Bible, a lot of times when you're talking about water, it's a symbol of life. It's a symbol of the Holy Spirit. It's also talking about, you know, uh, the uh, eternal life. And uh, basically, and even if you remember, um, it's talking about really God giving his spirit 
in or his spirit working in us and that we give it to other people when we say give it to other people we're talking about that the spirit of the lord moves in us to minister to minister to someone else it could be in healing it could be a word of wisdom it could be a word of prophecy word of comfort or whatever but that's his water and we do know that water refreshes if we look at a plant when we pour water on that plant and i think we did in um Exam. We talked about that once before. That when a plant looked like it's dead, all you got to do is put the water on it, and the sunshine hit it. It's like it just perks up. So it, that is a great example of showing that when that rivers of river of living water flows, when the word of God flows out of us, that first of all it gives us life, and it gives life to the person that is hearing it as well. And and you know that water. Uh, I, I literally believe that I saw one morning, and I think this is how we started the conversation about living water, is that I watered the plants and I there was one, there's a lily, there's an indoor lily plant that I have and two of them. And they just, they must be watered regularly. It kind of, it's kind of annoying because, you know, they're so pretty, but if you miss, if you miss watering them for two days, they just begin to die and wilt. Mm -hmm. I put water upon them, and literally, it looked like I saw them begin to move. I mean, literally, I saw the life come into them. Yeah. And I remember you and I were having the conversation. I was like, "Oh my God, I think I just saw this plant move." Actually, it the water just the huh. water gave it life. The yeah. water it needed life. There's nothing. Look, it's wilted. It looks it looks like it's dilapidated. It looks like. Some people might look at it and say, throw it out. But all it needed was a little bit of water. And water. when the water came in contact with the dirt in that plant, it just spruced up to yep. life. Yep. And, yep. and that's, but you know what? Two more days will go by. If you don't water the plant, guess what? It'll droop back down and look like it's dying. And so it is with you and I. If we don't have that constant contact with God, he said he is the, the tree and we are the branches. If we don't stay connected to him, it's just a little while. You might be living on the mountaintop now, but you disconnect from God or you fail to keep uh, that lifeline to God intact and open and flowing. And it doesn't take long before what you, you know, you might thought you were on the mountaintop, but if you disconnect from him, you'll find that he is the only source of your life and strength. And without him, you can do nothing. And, you know, even to go along with that, you need water and you need the sun. You know, the sun, the son of God. And I had the same example where I had a calla lily and it was drooping. Well, it was, you know, it was drooping. And so what I did was I opened up my patio window, patio window curtain, curtain, and um, I opened it up and I looked back at the flower and it started wiggling. There was no wind that came through or anything. It was amazing because it just showed me how much the sun uh, you know, brought that thing to life or, or just, it just moved. It, it was like, it was, you know, if I could be animated, it was like it rejoiced because now the sun had just come through the window and it hit it. And it's like, oh my God, the sun. And so it's just that way with our relationship with Jesus Christ, when he shows us himself in different situations, even in situations where we think we're depressed or we're just, uh, just, 
puzzled or whatever. But when he revealed himself, when he gives us the answer, we, we come, we come to life of the spirit of the, the spirit of the Lord gives life and he gives life eternal. So that just made me remember that it's two things that we need. We need the water, which is the Holy Spirit and, and the son, but Jesus Christ is all, all of that is. Well. That's what I was going to say. Isn't that so amazing? Because he is the source and the strength of our life, whether he is coming to us as the word of God or coming to us as the spirit of God or coming to us as the son of God, the God of gods. It doesn't matter. He is the Lord. He is the God of all flesh. And no matter what form or what uh, what part of him that we are encountering, uh, we are all, it's all God. It all goes back. To, it starts with, and it ends with God. So whether you are consuming him as the, as the living water, whether you're consuming him as the uh, manna from on high, as the word of God, as the fountain of life, as the rivers of what, however you consume him, it is all God. You need him to survive. He's the son. Matter of fact, he said in heaven, that, that that great city has no need of a natural son because he is the sun. And there's no there's no night, you know, there's no darkness, you know. No, no, because when the light he he's the light, he's the way, he's the truth, he's the sun, he's the he's the glory of God. And when when that sun when that sun shines and, and all these things are symbolic. The sun that we have in the sky that he created and set in its place, that sun is symbolic as the, of the son of God. Because without the sun, whether we know it or not, the earth would cease to exist without the natural sun because we need the warmth of the sun to sustain us. We need the life of God to sustain us, the love of God to sustain us, or we would cease to be as a people. Absolutely, absolutely. Just think about it before we... It, knowledge Christ before we came into Christ we I mean we were just dead in our sins you know we were just going along uh doing the things that we know to do uh the things that we were in sin it seemed all right to us even if it's not so much as the outward sin as it is as well as you have bitterness unforgiveness you know you have a uh, 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 disdain or uh you know whatever it is the things that not necessarily a person can see right off that you know this is the problem that you have but that when jesus comes in when the rivers of living water begins to flow out of out of the word of god and you realize and you say oh lord that's me and that's where a repentance come in and you say lord that's me help me that's that river of living waters that you know that flows from the pages of the book see this is the living word this Absolutely. Is the living word. You know, we can go to an Ebony magazine, Essence magazines. We can go to a uh, real simple magazines, you know, all those type of magazines. And we can read the word on that. But that's it. That's just it. But with this word, it continually flows. It continually revolves. Well, well it's the only thing that he said. He sent his word and it healed them. Yeah. Just by hearing the word of God, Man. you can be healed. And, and you are correct. In Revelations 22 and 1, it says, and he showed, uh, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the lamb. This is, God is the source of this life. He is the source of this river. And someone wrote a song we used to sing yeah. a long time ago. And it says, I've got a river of oh, life yeah. flowing, flowing out, out of me. It man, makes the man. lamb 
to walk and the blind to see. It opens up prison doors and sets the captives free. There is only one that can do that, and his name is Jesus. Yes. We call it a river of life, and we say, spring up, O oh well, down in my soul. That is the river. That's why I said, whether you encounter God as the river of life, as the word of truth, and whether you encounter him as the lamb of God, as the sun that never, uh, that never dims its light, however you encounter him, the spirit of the Holy Spirit, he is one in the self-same God and he, all power is embodied in him. All life is embodied in him. Um, Luana, before we, I know we don't have a whole lot of time on this recording today, but I wanted to just speak a few minutes about your, get your thoughts a few minutes here on what you thought about in Ezekiel 47, when he talks about that he moved um, uh, into the vision, he walked into the river and it was like about 1500 feet eastward. First of all, I know that the eastward has significance, but but he walked about 1500 feet and it says it looked like the water, you know, was about to my ankles. He said, and then he took me another 1500 feet and the water was to my knees and another 15. He said, eventually it was so much water that the only way I could get through it is I would have to swim because the water was a mighty river. What do you think is the significance of the Lord showing Ezekiel the vision uh, in incre incrementally showing him the vision. First, it was water to his ankles. Then it was water to his knees. And it went all the way up until it was a mighty river through which he can only get through if he swam. Now, that's the part where I get stuck at in the sense of revelation that he, he took him to a place where it was now a river, a place that he could not he could not, um, you know, swim over, but he turned around and went back and he saw many trees. Um, that's the part where I, I like to have even a greater revelation about that. But, you know, even reading some of the commentaries some time ago, he talked about progress. It talks about, you know, a vision that may just come to your ankle. Now, the ankle, I, you know, I, I hate to get into trying to revelate on it because I, I may be wrong, but you know, you can wade through, through water to your ankle. And then when it comes to your knees, it, it seems like the water just gets a little bit heavier, heavier. You, you know, your walk is not as um, and I know I might be off on that one. So basically, I'll just leave it alone. But it really shows the progress of a vision. And your word that you said in increments, that gave another uh, another revelation because God doesn't always. Now, to some people, they testify and say that God showed them the whole picture. But that's not the way it happened with me and with me. Well, it's you know, you know, in um, I think it's in Isaiah where where the Lord talks about um, uh, shows Isaiah uh, that he will add precept upon precept, here a little, line upon line, here a little, there a little, um, and it's incremental. And, right. and, and I believe, first of all, for me, this word has the meaning of this word for me is that the Lord is showing that the relationship with God is progressive, that the more, first of all, the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So, it's like, where is your faith, right? Remember, and, and, and I hope I can explain this pro uh, properly. You, you know, there's one place in the scriptures where Jesus says, 
uh, when the disciple says to Jesus, why could we not cast that demon out? And he said, this kind goes not out, but by prayer and fasting. So in other words, there's some demons, the disciples saying, some demons, we, we don't have any problem. We cast them out. Some authority we took in Christ and, and, and we moved by the power of God and it worked just like, just like we saw you do it, Jesus. But then we came across this other demon and they see the demons seem to be kind of mocking us laughing it didn't it didn't take it didn't it didn't respond to the authority that we thought we were taking over it and jesus said that this come this kind comes not out but by prayer and fasting there are levels in god and and you and you hear people i've heard people say this a lot is different levels uh, different devils require different levels of faith in god right mm -hmm. so there are the, the the walk with god is progressive by faith and as you continue to walk with God, there's a time when you and, and think about your walk with God. It has been progressive. You don't know. You didn't know the day you got saved what you know today. Right. You didn't have the faith in God the day you got saved that you have today. We've been praying every morning at 6 a.m. for, I don't know, 12, 12, 15 years. I don't know how long. But you our prayer, I just happen to believe, I don't know because I don't have the recording of them, but I believe that the prayer we prayed 15, 10 or 15 years ago is not the same powerful prayer we pray today because as we continue to walk in him, our faith grows in him, Absolutely. our confidence grows in him. So you continue to move where your faith will take you. And so, you know, the woman, the one woman crawled on her on her hands and knees to get to Jesus. And cause she had spent everything she had. And she said, if I could only touch the hem of his garment. And if you remember in that text, the Bible says that throngs of people were around Jesus. And even when he said, who touched me, the disciples said, what do you mean who touched you? Thousands of people touched you. He said, oh, but only one person touched me. Yeah, the people are around me, but only one person took something out of me because they had the faith that they needed to extract what was in me. So I believe that as the vision, and, and it might have more meaning, more meaning than this, but the vision as he was walking in the waters, the faith that he had in God is, is that uh, God began to show him that the further you go, and remember, remember the lepers, he said, as they went, they were healed. You have to continue walking in God and going where he sends you. And as you continue to walk in God, he will continue to manifest his power and his glory and the manifestation of his promise as you walk this thing out. And, and even with Ezekiel, I think it was still Ezekiel, when he says, son of man, prophesy to the dry bones, Ezekiel prophesied, but God is the one who blew the breath of life in there. But Ezekiel had to do his part and then God does his part. You walk this thing out. You do what he told you to do. And as you do that, the power of God, the spirit of God, the presence of God comes more into the, uh, into the circumstance and situation that you have. First to your ankles. Uh, ankles is not enough to swim in, but keep walking. God has promised you more than to your ankles. Yeah, it's God to your ways. That's yeah. right. Keep it's on walking this way. That's right. And 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 it causes a trust. You have to trust him each step of the way. And even if, you know, the way walk through water through your ankles is nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like when you first got saved, you know, it's, it's exactly. just the newness of it and everything. Seems like everything just start flowing and stuff. But then as you keep going through, um, now the test, you know, and, and we can call it a test or however you want to do it. But then things started more is required of you. 
You Absolutely. Know, you start speaking that word. And, and then as you get to the waist, now things become real different. Like, like we're facing right now, when we pray in the morning, our prayers are a little different because God now is showing what well, he's been showing us. But even the more as things increase, we got to really seek God's face as to what it is that we need to be praying for. You know, and, and you know, and you know, he's a God of abundance. He'll do exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think. Right. But the abundance is as you walk this walk as of faith. Walk Listen to this, though, Luana, because you you know uh, your experience with water and swimming, right? So oh. you will wade in water to your ankles, right? Because that's not too difficult. I'll wade in the water to my ankle. No, no big problem. The water is the blessings of God. You still are being blessed, right. but how much are you blessed? Because it's how much are you willing to walk in it? But think about this. When that water comes up to your knees and then to your waist, you have more of the water, more of the presence and the spirit of God. But guess what else you have? You have more of the opposition yes, because you as you wade in the water to your ankles, no big deal. But when that water becomes to your waist and to your chest, there is a that is right. There is a force that you're yes. now yes. that you're now contending with yes. to get through that. The water is a blessing, but you also have the opposition. Absolutely. Just think about it. now. You know how to swim. I partially know how to swim. I can swim if I'm on my back and I'm stroking, but uh, I can't, it seems it's something about that breathing where I can't get the stroke and the breathing to sink, you know, at the right time. But like if, if I'm in the water, the ankles is fine, the, the knees yep. are fine, but when it gets to my waist and it's a little bit on, you know, it really that, that water, the weight of the water kind of makes you wave, you know, you can't, you, and, but then when it gets to your chest, with me not knowing how to swim, you know, efficiently, it it really throws me off. Absolutely. You know, now I'm going to have to change my gas. I'm going to have to grab hold of something in order for me to survive. And I think through this whole process, it's like God said he'll never leave you or never forsake you. But there's times even the more you're going to have to grab hold of him, grab hold of that altar baby, and you're going to make it through. I'm, I'm serious. You're going to make it through. But it's because now you've gone deeper. The water or the circumstances have gotten higher. It's and and it water. gets to, he said at the end, it was so much water that the only way he could get through there, the mighty water was to swim. There comes a time in God, a place in God that the only way, you can't walk this thing no more. You can't, when the water's to your ankle, you can kind of run through the water. You don't even have to walk. You can run through the water. You know, you ever play ball in the water, catch in the water? If, yeah. you, if you just ankle deep, you can run, play catch. You can throw the ball, run after the ball. When the water gets up to your, to your waist and to your chest, now you kind of wade in and you're you're fighting against the force of the water if you're going against the the grain of the flow of the water but when that water is now over your head you got one choice and one choice only you're gonna swim or you're gonna drown that's right but see here it says that afterwards it said it was it was and it was a river that i could not pass over that's where you have to swim Before the waters was risen waters to swim in a river that could not be passed over that's right. So you, that's the part where it says, okay, it was a river that could not be passed over. So 
what you know and it says now when i returned behold at the bank of the river was very many trees that and that's the, that's the life that's the life-giving power of god because he said everywhere the waters flowed that the things that it touched live yeah, so there was right. no life there before but now the water begins to flow and when you look back everything that it has touched has come alive yeah i i, I just think that that's um that's a good scripture right there and showing the power of God. And it talks about from the temple that the waters came from the temple, from the temple. And in Revelation, it says the waters proceed out of the throne of God. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's a living water. And we pray daily that that water would he even washes us by the cleansing of his word. We pray daily that that water would wash through us, pass through us, wash us, cleanse us, rejuvenate us, uh, replenish us, revive us, restore us. And we pray daily that we are able by faith, that we have such a faith in God that we are able to swim in the mighty rivers of the waters of God so that that life force of God becomes becomes our life force, right? We are not, and we want to swim with the water. We don't want to fight against right, the yes, water. Right. And we want to be comfortable whether we're in water to our ankles, water to our knees, mm -hmm. water to our waist, or mighty rivers of water that you can only swim mm -hmm. through. We want our faith to be such that we can swim regardless. in the things of God. That's right. Regardless of what comes upon us, we're able, we're able to make it through with God. And that's where that trust comes in. And that, you know, um, you know, and then I do have to go. Um, it's like an exercise. You know, you never know what you can do or how much you can bench press until you keep you start out at a certain baseline and you just keep on pressing. Then the next thing you know, your muscles are built Then you go to the next level of weights. And then once you get that, you go to the next way, uh, level of weights. And then there comes a part where you cannot you now the weights have become so uh, heavy for you that you can't even do it by yourself. And so I, I just, or it's a method to it. Let's put it like that. But I just believe that as we going from faith to faith, from glory to glory, God is showing us himself on each stage, stage to the point where is that, you know, now we're, we're trusting, you know, we, we're trusting God. We're trusting God. We're trusting God to see things that we have never seen before. We're trusting God to move against a demonic presence, you know, that we have never experienced before. We're trusting God to get us through some things when we can't even see the finances and, and, and how we're going to make it. We're, we're trusting God to go to do the, for him to do those things for us. And God, he said that if you trust him, he said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he said you'll never be ashamed. And that is the key right there. Well, one of the keys is that trusting God, you'll never be ashamed. Never. Amen. And this is the living water everywhere it flows and everything it touches, it shall live. We decree and declare that we've got a river of living water flowing out of us. And it makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. We praise God that that water, everywhere it flows and everything it touches shall live. This is the word of God. This is the presence and the spirit of God. And we thank God that this is the living water that proceeds. You know, Psalms 1 says, I want to be like that tree that's planted by the rivers of living water that brings forth its fruit in its season and its leaves shall not wither. And anything it touches, it prospers or anything we touch shall prosper because it's it doesn't 
It doesn't live because it's pretty. It we don't what we touch doesn't prosper because we're smart, but it's because we are connected to the living water, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Absolutely. We can't do anything without him. Nothing. You be deceived. You can't do anything without God. Nothing. So let us pray. We we are so grateful to have this uh, few minutes, these few minutes with you guys, and hopefully we can reconnect uh, real soon and share more of what the Lord has placed upon our hearts. We um we thank you. Pray that this word has been uh, a living water to you, and that it has rejuvenated your spirit, dear God. We thank you for this time. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you that you are the life source of everything yes. that we are connected to. You are the source and the strength of our life. And Father, we glorify you today. We honor you. There is none like you in all of the earth. Let the rivers of living water flow freely through our hearts and through our lives, through our communities, dear God. Let the washing of that word, of that water, cleanse our hearts and purify us. Let your let your word, Father, flow through our hearts and our uh, sectors of our society like rushing mighty waters, that it might pierce the darkness, expose the evil, that it might overturn the wicked, Father. We thank you that those things that were drooping and, and looked like they were dwindling and dying, that when your water, when your presence touches them, that they shall come alive, spruce up to life and know that it is because the Lord has touched them. Breathe on us, O Lord. Let the breath of God now breathe upon us and all those who are hearing this. Let your breath breathe fresh upon them that they might hear the truth, be healed, be saved, be delivered. And that father, they would experience the abundant life of a voice in the nations, rise us in the place around the world, giving the people of God a voice in the nations, sing the praise in the praise, catch the wave, catch the wave, online radio, catch the wave, catch the wave. You're listening to The Wave of Praise Christian Radio. Catch the wave.